We're back and better than ever. Absolutely great. Absolutely wonderful. Back in the cut. Talking about the best films. Oh my god. In our days. Bringing you just <laughs> the apex of cinema. Yes, folks. You're going to find out all you, all you need to know about the art of film. All right, we're bringing you such such classic like directors like uh Bergman. Mhm. Fellini. Mm-hmm. Kurosawa, Oof. and the Russo brothers. Yes, this is let's get gods of trashed. Yeah, this is let's get trashed. <sighs> <laughs> We're talking the, with me, with me as usual, my good pal and co-host Jimmy D. That's right, baby. Uh, I'm Nick Tazo, as you know. You know me. You know at Nick Tazo Drums. You know at Nick Tazo on Twitter. You know whatever I am. Uh, we're talking about Netflix's original, well, originals, a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking We're talking about a film that Netflix has all the rights to. Yeah. Called The Legally Gray. Legally has the rights to yeah, this movie. Called The Gray Man. That's as original as it gets. Um. Uh, the Gray Man, starring Ryan Gosling. Yep. Directed by the Russo brothers. He's which, in this movie. If you don't know who, if you're unfamiliar with the Russos, they uh, they directed the last two Avengers movies. Yep. The the one where yeah they they directed Avengers movies. Um, it's all very. If you thought they only knew how to do bloated big budget horse shit, ooh boy. Congratulations on being Wait right. until you see medium-level budget Oh, yeah, shit. that's true. <laughs> Wait, prepare to be shocked at how middle-budget that they can actually also make nonsense with. <laughs> no matter the budget. It doesn't matter. It doesn't how matter. How much you pay us, we're going to give you trash. <laughs> um, the Gray Man. All right. Let's a uh, couple things. Let's talk Ryan Gosling real quick. Yep. Do you like him? I think yeah, honestly I do like him. We did talk about yeah, him briefly like him. at the end of uh uh our episode we did last week. Yeah, I on I I kind of do like him. Yeah. I mean, we talked about him for a second at the end of our Adam Project episode. You like him. You said he's good in a in a period piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. In a time that's not like ours usually past or like future uh or for some reason that seems to be working for him i don't know why maybe maybe when he's more of a character that's not so like modern or when he actually is a character of a different theme maybe he's good at but do you have any examples of this besides blade runner blade runner 2049 and uh, and drive and the nice guys oh dr- okay i like drive that seemed to be like more 90s almost kind of thing like okay i don't know but honestly no yeah i've never seen drive i actually have heard that that's really cool it is really good yeah i think he is a good actor man he might i don't know that there's like a lot of actors nowadays like he's one of the Main ones like now, I think I think acting. My my prediction is that it's gonna get so muddied because of the streaming and because of everything and because of the movies that are like coming out constantly. That 
actors are just going to be like, I don't know. Maybe he's in a thing. Like, I don't know that we're going to have like as big of actors. Like, I know we talked a little bit about that with like Tom Cruise. Like, True. that's definitely gone. But like, yeah, we talked about Tom Cruise being the last movie star. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, as they're introducing like new people constantly, like, I don't know that you'll I don't know that this thing will work that they do with like Netflix originals where they get a Ryan Gosling or uh, Ryan Reynolds. They're like, oh, we got him. You know, like how how yeah. long is that going to work? You know, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It it does it like dilutes, it dilutes whatever sauce that they might have. I think to lure you in, maybe I don't know because they're well, not I mean, the money. I mean, they're they're lured in by the money, and sure. it's probably it's probably promises to be an easy shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, the only movie I can think of that was like the the only Netflix original movie I can think of that was like taxing. Uh, that seemed like it was seems like it's a a real film that somebody gave a shit about was The Irishman. Yeah, Irishman is great. It's a Scorsese, you know, it's it's genius, um, and it, it has real actors and and it took a really long time. That movie was like a a a slog. That movie took forever for them to film. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they had like problems. I don't know what took them so long. Uh, but. That was like a thing that was anticipated and people were talking about and it seemed like it was it seemed like uh it took a long time but then when it finally when the product finally came out um everybody was excited to see it uh everybody everybody who's not an idiot said it was great and and uh and loved it and said man it was it was worth it and and then they overcame all this stuff and brought us this really you know borderline masterpiece yeah um, whereas everything else I've seen on Netflix, Adam Project, Gray Man, um, whatever other like original Netflix movies, it seems like, you know, they spent some money on their lead actor to get kind of a name. And then it's like, they probably did this in a weekend. It's a formula for sure. It feels like a formula. Yeah. It, they're like some type of lasers at some point in the movie, an actor, you know that we kind of there that we know probably and then yeah just like i don't know just whatever mediocre dialogue is fine yeah it's yeah it um yeah it's definitely like they got billy bob in this one they do have billy bob thornton that's, that surprised me i was surprising before we move on to him uh i have just one little note on it. gosling is that uh i just read this is not related to the gray man but I just read he's in talks. He's going to star in a... They're going to reboot Ocean's Eleven. Again, okay. they're going to make another Ocean's Eleven and with him being like Danny Ocean. Okay. Him being him being Frank Sinatra. Him. What are they going to steal? I don't know, dude. The, they're they're going to steal the moon. <laughs> and then that's the moonfall. That's, that's the tie-in. Yeah. Uh, they're going to put it on the original planet from... Uh, where humans are originally from in Moonfall. Yeah. Uh, an episode we did previously, although an episode that'll probably come out later. I think the Moonfall episode might be later. Um, Whatever. Uh, Yeah, anyway, it's just like another... He's oh. also going to be in Barbie. You know, they're making a movie about Barbie. Oh, yeah. So that that's kind of interesting. He's going to be Ken in mm-hmm. Barbie, which actually they make a joke. They reference that. They do make a joke they about that. They make a... They, they call him Ken. Yeah. Uh, I think the bad guy, ugh, Chris Pon- Chris Evans. Ugh. Yeah. 
God, I hate him so much. <laughs> he calls him Ken Doll or something like that. They make a, they reference that in this movie, which is bad. Uh, but you know what? That Barbie movie honestly could be good. That's Greta Gerwig, right? I don't know anything about it. I don't. I don't. I don't know that I've really like. I think it's, judged it yet, or I'm just like, uh, oh, interesting. Like, is I th- that? I think it's that. I think it's. I think it's Greta. Let me look it up because I want to know for sure. I'm pretty sure it's Greta Gerwig, who's a excellent director. Oh, that's cool. Uh, she and she's done really, really. Uh, uh, she's done really, really smart films. Yeah, it is Greta Gerwig who she directed. Uh, she she wrote and directed Lady Bird. Interesting, and uh, which is a great. Which it, it, is, is a, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, which is a great, great movie, and Little Women. Okay, which I didn't see, but I'm gonna watch. Why? Why do you think I'm gonna watch Little Women? Timothy. Yeah, my boy Timo. <laughs> He's also in Lady Bird. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, she's a really, really smart director. I have a feeling she's gonna do something. There's two ways to go. There's two ways she can go with Barbie, and she can go like, and both of them would be good. I think if she played it like completely serious, and just and just almost. Just didn't treat it like a joke. Treat it seriously, mm-hmm. and and this is like what, this is what Barbie and Ken's life is like. That would be like really that would be really interesting. I think, or she might do something really you know she she might do something really smart and like you know whatever smart lady feminism or whatever the fuck. And she's good at that. Sure. And and I I, I think whatever it is gonna whatever it's gonna be that Barbie movie is gonna be good. Really, I think it's gonna be good. Oh, interesting, man. Because I believe, I believe in, I believe in Greta Gerwig. I think, like I'm saying it, like she's a, yeah, like like it's the Dark Knight where I believe in Harvey Dent. Well, I, I mean, you that's that's what gets people into theaters, right? If the director has like a good resume, even something as risky and like you don't really know how it's gonna be done, it's like, well, I like the director, I like, I'll see it, I'll I, watch it. You know? I I trust her to handle it like. I trust her to not be like some, you know, she's not trying to make a comedy, I don't think, or if it is a comedy. I think it will be a comedy. It, but it'll be a, com- Lady a comedy. Lady Bird was a comedy. Lady Bird was a comedy. Lady Bird is a really funny movie. Yeah. And it's really charming and interesting and, and, and smart. I, I really like that movie. And I'm going to like Little Women because Timo's in it and he's, we're talking about, we're talking about, does it dilute our actors to have, you know, these Netflix movies and these formulaic bullshit that we just churn yeah. out it does but it but you can still rise above that if you're a dude who's careful you're who's good. A, if you're good and you're careful about picking projects and yeah. you only and you only do stuff that has like meaning um got timothy chalamet is going to be exempt from it sure he's never going to be i hope to god please if <laughs> god yeah. god if you're listening this is this god is, please god if you're listening this is my prayer i don't ever want to see if Timothy Chalamet is in the Gray Man Part Four as the the new as a gun, he's just a gun. The new bad guy or, or the new secret agent? Yeah, I will. Wait, here's a question for you. Go go for when, it. When at what point do you predict that uh, Timo will play a villain? Um, I mean, he's kind of a villain in The King. A little bit. He's still the main. Well, he's the main. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's kind of the villain in Lady Bird. 
I thought they were just high school. Well, yeah, I mean, again, no, you, like a true villain. So that's no. He's gonna be. Here's what it's gonna be. Where he, where he has an he's evil be, master plan. He's gonna have a. He's gonna be. Hopefully, a bat, never. He's gonna be a Batman villain. No, no. He's he's never gonna do it. Well, I believe in him too much. Okay. He's he's never gonna do it. He's never gonna put on a cape. Or whatever the bad guy version of a cape is. He's never going to be a superhero. Yeah, a He's not going to be a cartoon villain. Uh, he might play a bad... He's going to be Bugs Bunny in Space Jam 3. <laughs> he might be a bad guy in something, but he's not going to be... He's not going to be a super villain. He'll he'll be the antagonist. You know, I mean, he'll... he'll he, I'm sure he'll, do, he'll find some pro- kind of project like that. Sure. Uh... But I believe in him too much. He's never gonna. He's never gonna betray me like that. He'll <laughs> he, the the he'll 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 be the villain the second he agrees to anything I don't think he should. Then sure. he's the villain. Yeah. But anyway, so Gosling as Ken Doll might be good, just because Greta Gerwig's good, and he Gosling actually is kind of dumb enough to be like he does have like a simplistic kind of dumb face. He he could be he. I don't know. It could be a... Because that's also... I mean, that's probably, again, with Greta Gerwig. Barbie will probably be, like, the smart one and Ken's the dumb idiot. Um, and he's women. He might be, you know, fine. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fine with it. Sure. Uh, let let Gosling be dumb. Um, at least on purpose. Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton. Yep. So, speaking of the Irishman, whatever, whatever de-aging... Uh, CGI technology that Scorsese invented for the Irishman. Yeah, he must have gave it to Netflix because they used it on Billy Bob Thornton. We had middle-aged Billy Bob Thornton walking into this prison at the beginning of the film to yeah. to rescue you know young Ryan Gosling. That looks bad. That looks terrible right off the bat. They just haven't figured it out, have they? I don't know. I don't know why they even keep trying. That's a good point. When's the when's the best de aging technology you've ever seen? Because they used it famously never, in the Irishman, this movie, Star Wars, when they did it with they tried to make young Princess Leia. The only time it really looked good is if the person was like full CGI, and this is the only one time Arnold Schwarzenegger in one of the newer Terminator movies, but he was already like a robot character, so CGI was fine. I f- I felt like for it. Okay. Like, but. You kind of knew he was like robotic, anyways. Like the Leia one in Rogue One, especially where she's like yeah. young, young Leia, and her head moves like a robot. She's like, "We've we've got the plans," you know. Is it that bad? I, I've it's only, very bad. I've only seen it the one time. I I love Rogue One. I actually really like that movie. Ugh. But the end of the movie, like the fake Leia, was like she's like, "I got the plans now." Like she even like her head moves like a robot. Even it's like, we've saved the nation, you know. <laughs> I don't know what. So other than here's the obvious answer is yeah. the the real answer to my question is stop making fucking sequels and prequels and and sure. stop doing franchises. But the actual question is what should since they're not going to stop making franchises. No. What should they do in this situation? I mean, there's a lot of I would say history has probably quite a bit of stories that we haven't really like told. No, no, I I know that. What do you but, mean? They're not gonna do. They're not gonna make more stories. They're gonna keep feeding us fucking Star Wars. Sure, 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 sure. So, what, what should they do? Should they perfect? 
Oh, with the CGI should they, face? Should they perfect CGI face? Mm-hmm. Or should they cast a different actress and trust the audience to know that just that's a actress playing a character? I think for now that's kind of the move, yeah. I think that's totally fine. No one's ever cared that that's been what they've done. I think that's what they should do, but that's clearly not what yeah. they're... They're trying to... They're trying to just use the CGI stuff. Yeah. So, well, whatever. Um, all right. Why don't you uh, give us a synopsis of the Gray Man, please? Yeah. Essentially, Billy Bob Thornton kind of comes into Ryan Reynolds, or sorry, Ryan Gosling's prison cell, and he's like, "Oh, you're nobody, and you've killed before," because uh, he needs an agent for like a super secret assassination group. And for some reason, Ryan Gosling really fits that mold. Um, so he recruits him. And then I think it cuts to like, what, like five to 10 years later. I remember the exact time. Yeah, it's like 10 or and he's, 10 or 15. He's now like a badass. He's out of prison. He's wearing a cool suit or something. He's at a, like a party, kind of already like delved into a mission. So he's kind of just already in, in the shit. Uh, essentially, the program tends to lead that the... Uh, assassination person eventually has to be killed off and and he very quickly has a target on his back pretty much at the beginning of the movie like they they have to kill him off yeah right yep uh yeah that's exactly it billy bob thornton recruits ryan gosling gets him out of prison to to turn him into a nameless spy he now he doesn't have a name anymore. He has a number. Yeah, he's he's number six. Double O six. Well, and they even make that they joke. Make that joke. Yeah. It's like it's like, what are you double O seven? He's like, no, that was taken. So that I'm just six. Yeah. Which is like, ugh, <laughs> such a dumb, <laughs> such a bad joke. Uh, yeah. So he's now he's he's the cliche nameless spy. I don't know why they couldn't have just given him a name. Um, he certainly has to have a fake name at some point. Yep. He can't check into a fucking Marriott courtyard being like, my name is Six. My name is Six. And like, I'm a secret agent. Sir, you can't. Seven was taken. Yeah, you can't do. Sir, we can't. What does it say on your license, sir? We need a name with a credit card with a name on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my credit card says Six. I'm sure your credit card has a lot of numbers on it, sir. What is the name? What's your asshole name? Um, yeah. And yeah, it, I mean, it's pretty clear that this is just like a campy kind of action film sort of maybe not even so campy i mean it's pretty much just straight action chris chris evans is the insane insano guy that doesn't play by the rules that's tasked with bringing this agent down well nobody plays by the rules in this film (laughs) but nothing plays by the rules yeah and so in our very first mission we see six so Kind of what we were talking about, this, uh, the Russo brothers, everybody, you know, um, is this Amer- uh, media in general, everything we have, we have a real problem with uh, Mary Sue tendencies. Sure. Roland Emmerich, who we just, we just did a review of his film Moonfall, and we talked about a bunch of Roland Emmerich films a little bit. He is the poster child for idiotic like a, a a childish he has a childish mind he um and he can't he can't have he can't have his protagonist there can't be any conflict his protagonist can't be a, a damaged or bad person 
if the good guy has to be good all the way and the bad guy has to be bad all the way and there's no middle ground anywhere of that and uh, which I think I'm going to blame Roland Emmerich but I think a lot of the country is having is struggling with that now um, for those of you not on Twitter there's a huge discourse going around about whether you should read Catcher in the Rye because the main character Holden Caulfield is a bad guy. And it's like, that's the point. But they, sure. It is it, it, a childish mentality prevalent uh, in, in one dimension in the country kind of. nowadays. Ryan Gosling is a, he's getting sprung from prison to become a, an assassin right off the bat. He's like, Billy Bob's pitch to him is like, I'm going to break you out of prison because uh, I need you to kill bad guys. And you've already killed a bad guy, haven't you? That's why you're in here. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, we know that he's in jail for murder and we know that the guy wasn't good. And then, of course, it turns out to be Shea Wingham, his abusive father. Great actor, Shea Wingham. He's, you don't even see his face in this. You just hear his like voice and you just see flashbacks of him being abusive. Mm-hmm. But Shea Wingham from Boardwalk Empire, he was uh, Steve Buscemi's brother. Um, great actor. Too good for this, I thought. Um, and then, and then, of course, our first, the first time we see Ryan Gosling actually out doing a mission, he's at a hotel, he's at some hotel in Macau or Singapore, he's at some, like, Asian gambling mecca. Yes. Like, Macau or whatever, I'm, you know, I'm just just gonna keep saying that. And he's gotta shoot a bad guy. He's got to shoot he's a target. A, he's on a mission. He's on a mission. He's got to shoot a target. He's standing under. He's like standing under a glass bottom, like you know. He's on a the the guys above him on a glass dance floor, and he can just see him. But he's not going to shoot him. There's a kid right there. It's like we don't care. The CIA is the CIA. Everybody's. That's the other thing is everybody's can watch everything. They have cameras everywhere. They're all wired in and talking to each other full time. Yes. The head of the CIA, Ryan Gosling. Ana de Armas, who's also there, everybody's there. They have, like, full video coverage of this, but they still need him to pull the trigger, and he's like, I can't do it. There's a kid in the way, and and they're like, we don't care. Just shoot him. We're, it's Collateral damage is fine. It's important, sure. that you, it's important that you kill him and you get you get the little USB drive that he has on a necklace, mm-hmm. and he's like, and Ryan Gosling, of course, well, I, I'm not, I, I, I can't do it. There's no target. There's no shot. You know, I'll, I'll find another way. And he goes and they destroy the whole casino with a big fight. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a big fist fight on top of the fucking roulette table or whatever. And then and then he fights him and he kills him and he takes the USB drive. And then the before he kills him, the guy's like, the the head of the CIA is bad, actually. So you yeah, should take I'm that. I'm an agent, too. I'm an agent. You should take yeah. that. You, they're going to kill you. You should take that USB drive and you should look at it because the leader's a bad guy. And and you and I are actually both good guys. They just made you kill me. And of course, he just instantly believes him. Also, you know, I hate to, I hate for this to be, uh, you know, let's get trashed, left, you know, left turn corner. But yes, the head of the CIA is a bad guy. Yep. <laughs> that we don't need anybody to tell us that. We all know that that is true in real life as it is in this movie. That's what the CIA, the CIA is inherently bad. All right. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, so yeah, and now and now they, they spend the rest of the movie chasing down Ryan Gosling. He's on the run, and they're aware that he has the USB thing, and he's being coy. He's like, yeah, I don't know. And yeah, he's and Billy Bob Thornton at this point, he's retired. He's already trained him. He's now just chilling with the, like the family and stuff. And yeah, I guess they're. I guess they try to like use Billy Bob Thornton to be like, hey, where's your boy? We're looking for him. Like, you know, yeah, we need to get him. We need to find him. You know. Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton, he's like the one guy. He's like the last. He, he's retired, like you said. He's the one guy that was like good at the CIA. Yeah. And then he got, he retired or got forced out. And then they're trying to destroy all the stuff he built over the years. Uh, but he was like, he's the good guy. He's the one guy that was at the CIA that's not corrupt. Sure. Not like everybody else and and ryan gosling's kind of his protege so he's he kind of helps him in the beginning he's like trying to get him out uh of the shit gives him an opportunity but then is also what are they like, they take his like adopted niece or something yeah so yeah. Yep, billy bob thornton has has an adopted niece with some sort of uh heart problem she you know she wears a pacemaker or whatever uh she's an ill child you know she's a teenager um that they kidnap her, and then Billy Bob Thornton agrees to. You know, he's like, and then it all changes. He he tell he he's, he agrees to betray Ryan Gosling, and then he tells him, "Look, man, they got my they got my niece." And then Ryan Gosling immediately forgives him because he's like, "Yeah, I understand." Sure. Um, but now Ryan Gos Ryan Gos we have a flashback. Ryan Gosling and and the niece. Uh, he he protected her for a couple weeks. She, yeah. You know, they were trying to kill her to get to. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. Because I think his information was released or where he lives or something. For some reason, they didn't leave the home. I don't understand that. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, they have my info. Come protect my niece while I go do a thing. Right. You know, and that's that's where the bonding happens between the niece and yeah, Ryan that's our, Gosling. That's yeah. our flashback. And so now Ryan Gosling's like, well, in addition to keeping myself alive, I got to go rescue this girl and then her uncle billy bob um <laughs> it's it's kind of wild this movie fucking sucks dude it's what? just <laughs> it's just straight up it's just an action movie this is what netflix is thinking i'm sure this is like here's an action movie ryan gosling's in it billy bob thornton makes a couple of appearances and chris evans it's essentially chris evans versus ryan uh, gosling chris here I hate Chris Evans. Yeah. I hate him. He sucks. He sucks in everything. He's so bad. He might be he's one of our worst actors. I hate the fact I hate that Chris Evans puts on a mustache. He he puts on a mustache and he wears like Miami clothes. Miami casual yeah. clothes. Yeah, Miami rich clothes. And he and he smiles a lot, but he's trying to do like a menacing smile. And he really think you can tell he really thinks he's going for it. Yeah, he really thinks he's like putting on a show with my mustache and my and my button down shirt, you know, and my huarache sandals or whatever. And like he's like, yeah, I'm you know, I'm I'm really going there. Yeah, he put is it's one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Everything, dude. This whole movie, this all the snappy, terrible dialogue. The first like interaction with Gosling and Ana de Armas is, um, you know, he she she's the agent responsible for like giving him the gun, 
and and he's like it's just very it's all just quick and meaningless yeah um you know it's like like here here's the here's the gun he's like i don't have a permit she's like it's not that kind of party and then they yeah. just walk off <laughs> none of those things they don't mean they don't even know each other yeah but it's like and so much of the dialogue in this film is just like that where they all say things that that sound that are designed to sound vaguely cool but they don't answer the questions like you know sure ask ask me a question about me being a spy how long have you been a spy since the rubber met the road man yeah like, <laughs> yeah it's it's all it's all meaningless shit like that i don't know i don't understand it's like the russo brothers they it's like they heard they've heard of david mamet and so they're like, man, maybe we should try to do like some snappy. We should try some of this mammoth speak everybody's been talking about yeah. since 1970. Uh, and it's like, what? What is it? Well, it's just, it's just really fast. It's just really fast, snappy dialogue between people that are obviously smart. Uh, okay, let's do that. Like, should we look up any David Mamet production or play or screenplay or or? There's uh, no time. Anything to see like what that actually means and and whether the characters are legitimately smart and it makes sense. No, nah, dude, we don't have fucking no time. We no, have one no. week to make a movie. Yeah, come on, I got to turn this shit out. So yeah, it it it's you know, Mammoth's influence on screenwriting has been a fucking disaster for the human race. Uh, and then also like, you know, the bad guy, the the head of the CIA. And the woman who's like his second in command, where she's like, "This isn't right. We don't. We shouldn't do this." Oh yeah, the impotent yeah. woman who's like constantly, her boss is making her be in this bad situation, and she's constantly be like, "This is not the. This is not the good idea." And he's like, "You, this is, yeah. you work for me." They <laughs> There's all, another way. Like it's yeah. been that way since we went to Harvard. They say the word Harvard, yeah, forty times in this movie, yeah. To point Everyone's out, everyone's been to Harvard. Chris Evans went to Harvard mm-hmm. with the CIA. That's why they're friends. The head of the CIA and Chris Evans, who's a who's a mercenary, and this woman. It's like, it's like you knew when we were back at Harvard that him and I were best friends. And she's like, you've always been, you've always been a egomaniacal psychopath, just like when we were in Harvard, Harvard, yeah. Harvard, Harvard. Harvard. <laughs> they can't stop, like, and, and it brings nothing. Remember to Harvard, the film. where we went to school. Yeah, it 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 brings nothing to the conversation. Yeah, to the to the to the, like the spider web of the characters. It's like, well, that doesn't really do anything, but cool. Yeah, it mean it. I, it's baffling. It's a baffling choice that they decided to hammer. They decided to they decided to hit that note a dozen times. I also I heard a review of it of the movie where someone was talking about how like most of the time Chris Evans isn't like even fighting Ryan Gosling he's like in a room like directing people and I was like that's so true like yeah he like they touch hands twice and he's like the main guy he's like go it's just uh, Chris Evans in a room saying get him to other people like other agents that are just like expendable you know like dying people like people just getting shot yeah you nailed it he yeah he's uh, until there's only until the big showdown at the end, which we'll talk about in just yeah. a second, but yeah, it's um, 
I got I wrote down I think worst line of the movie I have written down here. It's uh, I'm pretty sure it was Billy Bob Thornton, but he's talking to Ryan Gosling and he's talking about like who's coming after you, who's the bad guy, and Billy Bob Thornton goes, "This is shadow government stuff." <laughs> this is shadow government stuff. Does that clear it up for you, audience? As if I'm sorry. Who's the bad guy? It's like no, it's not. It's worse than the, this. Is the shadow government? Also, I w- I would say like the uh, if we go back to like the CIA director guy who's like a hotshot thirty year old or something, you know, that's like running this operation to kill. I hated him. Yeah, go Ryan ahead. Gosling. He's causing so much destruction because of this like chase everywhere he goes. Like. There's no way that he wouldn't have to, like, answer to somebody for that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it was shadow government stuff, it's still, like, government. Like, they'd be like, hey, why were you in Nepal and, like, why did you shoot 18 missiles into, like, the c- civilian fountain, yeah. like, populated area? And he, there, no, one's, no one talks about that. Like, yeah, they destroyed the town square of fucking Croatia. Yeah. Like, they... Sh- they had vans. SWAT. Cops were yeah. involved. People dying. Vans full of yeah. obviously American spies all shooting at Ryan Gosling, who's like hiding behind a concrete bench. And they killing, can't get him. Killing Polish police or whatever yeah. whatever country they're in that's, you know, Eastern European. Just And it's like, this isn't even, you don't even have to answer to your own government. Yeah. You know. F- fucking Kazakhstan's gonna declare war on us or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like it's that that was very unrealistic to me, and it's for sure a movie. I get that, but it's like that seems a little wild to me. Yeah, like everywhere they go, they're just following. Even a hospital, a hospital where they like sh- where Chris Evans like goes there with all the yeah. agents. Like I just like uh, I don't believe you would be able to do that. Yeah, and it's just. Yeah, it and and what's really really bad is the um again, the fact that everybody has to be unproblematic except yeah. for the obvious cartoonish bad guys. Um but Ryan Gosling, of course, we see a little bit more of his backstory. The only person the only reason he was in prison is cuz he killed his abusive alcoholic father who yep. was going to who was trying to kill his younger brother. Um and then Again, we he can't be problematic at all. I'm doing air quotes. He, you know, uh, uh, you know, Lloyd Hansis was a toxic piece of shit. We all went to Harvard together. Literal worst, you know, line I've yeah. ever heard. Um, he, you know, he's our sociopath. They keep calling him a psych. The woman, whoever the woman CIA bad guy is, she keeps calling Chris Evans a um, a sociopath. To explain his behavior, he's a sociopath. As as in like, that's why he doesn't he doesn't work for the CIA anymore because mm-hmm. he he's not good, not like us who we think we're good. He's he's a sociopath, so he has to be a mercenary that the CIA just hires. Yeah, he's not even for the CIA. He's no. just a psycho. Yeah, which again, you're not too evil to work at the CIA. If you work there, you're evil. If you're the CIA hiring people that they can't in good conscience, the CIA subcontracting to people that they can't in good conscience hire 
as employees. Yeah. I he's too immoral for us to give him a W two, so we have to keep him ten ninety nine. Also that's, that's the level of like that's the level of more moralism that this movie is trying to put forward, and it's fucking stupid. I feel like if the CIA really wanted to kill somebody too, like in like Ryan Gosling, like they would just follow him and like poison needle him from afar or something. There's a literally you know? a million times he could have killed him. Yeah, there's so many times, even chained to a park bench, they couldn't kill him. Like I just feel like the CIA would just poison him or do something sneaky. You know, like maybe with like less destruction of like an entire city or hospital, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially, you know, yeah. Um, and then also another thing about like these simplistic baby characters. So in that hospital scene you mentioned, they finally get the. Uh, they finally get the fucking USB drive from Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Um it's yeah. The, he he plows through. It's a bunch of mercenaries. He he he's knocking off mercenary teams left and right. Team six, team four, team five, team two. He's fucking them all up. The one there's a lone Indian guy. Yeah, Pakistani, whatever the fuck. There's one Indian guy. He's he's the one that actually gets it. He knows some sort of like he knows some sort of whatever karate, and he karate's the fuck out of uh, Ryan Gosling. Yep. And he gets the shit back, and he takes it to evil Chrissy, Chris Evans. And he, and then when he gets there, he's like, here's the thing you ordered. Like, whatever, just give me my money, and I'm going to go. And then... He it, door dashes the USB drive yeah, to uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. He, yeah, he... he um, anyway, but then, of course, it's like, somebody mentions, like, you got the thing, what are you going to do now? You're going to just kill that girl you have hostage? And he goes, you know, the Indian guy's like, you're going to kill a girl? And he's like... Shut up! Just take your money and leave. Yeah, and then and then later he gets into a fight with Ana de Armas, who who she she got and she got involved in the fray. They get into they get into a fight with some of the worst lighting I've ever seen. Also, as a technical, the Let's Get Trash technical corner, Russo's fucking terrible lighting. You guys are dumb. That that scene looks so bad. This fight scene between de Armas and the Indian. Anyway, after the fight scene, he just stops and he said actually i don't even care these people aren't honorable yeah but still fights her no well, he finished yeah he's, but yeah after the fight he could have just he he could have just not fought her but he's like these people aren't honorable so i'm not even going to take their money i'm going to go it's like well the one poc character is a morally upstanding at, citizen at the end how about that yeah how uh what what a coincidence who would have who would have thought even this is too crazy for me. Yeah, the one you know, uh, yeah. Everybody's a everybody's a violent psychopath except for the one Indian guy, who he has like this. That's almost that's almost more racist. It's like he has this ancient sense of honor <laughs> that supersedes Western uh, thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just. I mean, I child, but. For the right reasons. Yeah, exactly. He was doing it for money. He was doing it for money. Yeah, he was doing it for money. Two minutes ago. Yeah. And then he and then he's like is like, oh, it turns out the people the people I'm the people I'm invading a hospital for and, and killing for, they're also gonna kill a girl. That's not 
that's not very. That's st- where I draw the line. That's not very stand-up guy of you. Yeah, <laughs> Mister CIA former mercenary ex CIA torturer. Yeah. Um, God, yeah, and so again, our our hero has to have a sympathetic backstory. Our side characters all have to fit into their box, no matter what. Um, here's the. Uh, Here's the biggest cliche, because the last the last big battle scene, big fight happens inside some mansion in yeah Serbia or whatever some e- some enormous palace with like I don't know they don't explain what this place is this Croatian or or bought whatever it, yeah. this giant some mansion historical giant place that's apparently their CIA setup with all the monitors and yeah. Like, in the Everything. living in the living room on top of like beautiful inlaid tile. Yeah, it's like this is somebody's house probably. Like what? Well, it's like a it's probably like a government building. It's probably their it's so. probably the governor's mansion of of again Croatia wherever the fuck they are. Yeah. But worst part is there's a hedge maze. Oh yeah. And wouldn't you know it? Where where what part of the hedge maze <laughs> do you think do you think the final showdown takes place in, Jimmy? Give it a oh, guess. Oh my god. I mean, well, you gotta, you know, one once somebody's got to be, uh, you know, Chris Evans, for sure has to have the niece hostage going through the maze, and Ryan Gosling has to be looking for mm-hmm. her in the maze, and of course, there's a fountain in the maze, and that where, would be cool if they fought in the middle of the maze fountain. Yeah, where's the fountain located geographically? Which part of the maze would you say? The you middle. Had, oh, right in the dead center. Yeah. Dead center of a maze. Middle maze. That's where we have our big fight. That's yeah. where we have our big face-off, huh? <laughs> who who could have seen that coming yep. from a mo- who could have seen that coming from the beginning of the maze scene, which started six minutes ago? Also, the thing that happens in so many action movies when one when the evil character has an upper hand weapon-wise, but he's like, I don't even need this gun to fight you. You know, yeah, they both they both throw their guns away. Yeah, throw both throw our guns into the fountain, uh, and then we'll have a fist fight that goes on forever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it sucks. It's so bad. We didn't even talk about the train scene where they run a train into a building. They run where they run a train, um, into a so much destruction. Yeah. There's like Remind the train. Me. So there's a train scene where like he it's right when he escapes the bench. He gets on a train and then other people also get on the train with him. The little transit thing. He's going through doing all the karate and like but eventually there's some explosives or something. It gets derailed and like he oh, has to jump on yeah. the car that on a day armist or something. Yeah, that's like yeah. A, that's more like a trolley. It's like a it's like an in town. It's going that train's going through the street. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's more destruction in downtown Poland. More destruction of the city, and it seems fine. And I just imagine, like, the next day, like, American just runs trolley into building, and yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, there's going to be, like, some buzz. People have phones now. Yeah, 100%. You know? Like, people just act like, they're, like, you could just... Oh, um, the CIA will cover it up. Americans can yeah. just go and do whatever. Like, literally... Brittany Griner's in prison for weed in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't yeah. think, which, you know. You don't think we're going to get some free, you know, free Brittany, but also, you, 
you don't think that you don't think that derailing all the you don't think that derailing all the trolleys yeah in uh in germany is gonna cause a you know like it's it's just a i don't know it's it's just an insane chaotic film and quickly i just want to talk about why are there no and there wasn't any of this in moonfall either which we just did an episode on that it was and it's either already released or forthcoming depending on whatever <clears throat> but i've been noticing this more and more in movies i'm sure i'm not alone i'm sure my fellow cinephiles have also come to this but less and less especially these types of action movies why is there no romance in any of these movies why is everybody so completely sexless or so completely devoid of at Nobody at no time is anybody ever doing anything for somebody or because of a love interest. You mean? Yeah, it's just like they've they've taken they've taken love stories out of movies. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because like I almost thought at the end of Moonfall, like are Halle Berry and him gonna have a thing? But they don't. They didn't. They even, don't solidify it. And they, either do, they no. don't do that in this movie either with Ana de Armas and right. This Ryan should Gosling, this would have been like know? I mean that would have been a clear yeah Ryan Gosling and Ana de Armas like develop some sort of emotional attraction to each other because or, she's helping him for literally no reason. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, there's basically. no. She, for some, like, no real reason, she just met him at that party. She literally just handed him a gun. Yeah. And then now, all of a sudden, she's, like, the ultimate sidekick. Whatever nonsense justification they give her doesn't hold up under any scrutiny. But uh, she starts off doing it to, like, clear her name because when the whole thing went wrong, her boss got mad at her. And then she's like, now I I need to take you in to see the boss so you can tell him it was your fault. That's how it, like, starts. Sure. Which is... That's not how any of this works. You could have just told him yourself it's not your fault. If she he doesn't just, believe you... just go to HR. Yeah. If he doesn't believe you, that means he's a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there's, like, no sense of humanity in kind of any of these things. And, again, I, I understand some people complain about... For a long time, we complained because every movie had, like, some shoehorned... Like, bow tie romance thing or something. Yeah, it had some shoehorned romance that just, like... Uh, of course a love story but now we've gone so far the other way where it's like there's no humanity why is ryan gosling not interested in women at all in this film like or or in in all of these action movies i'm i'm seeing they're all every spy movie is like a cheap uncharismatic knockoff of james bond yep who even the last James Bond was completely like sexless, almost. Yeah, it's a yeah. He did it. I mean, he was in love. He did it for whatever that whoever that blonde chick is. Some boring character that means nothing. That they tried to have like an arc over multiple movies with. Yeah, stupid, idiotic, um, terrible, terrible James Bond franchise. Last several outings. But this last one, he's, like, doing it for this woman that he loves. But there's no time where they're, like, together where he, where they try to have, like... Like a moment or something. Yeah, where there's no, like, intimacy at all. So what's he even doing it for? I just watched, a couple months ago, I I watched um, one of the all-time worst, probably the worst James Bond movie. Um, Or 
I mean, it's not obviously not the worst because all the Daniel Craig ones are the worst. I think I'm starting to really I'm really down on. He's those. made like nine of them. I feel and like. they're and they're all like he's made so many. They're bad because they're trying to connect them all. But we'll, but anyway, the George Lazenby, he only did one. James, he's James Bond one time on His Majesty's Secret Service. He early on meets a woman, love of his life. He he he's about to he's about to settle down and quit the spy business. He's going to do one more job. He's going to infiltrate. He loves his girl. And he's going to settle down. He's going to infiltrate uh, Blowfield's, you know, uh, Spectre's, like, yeah. they hit a mountain ski chalet. He goes to. It's always a ski chalet. Yeah. At the top of the Alps. He goes to infiltrate that. They There they have, like, 12 hot young women being, they're all being, they've been uh, kidnapped. They're all being brainwashed to become, like, sleeper agents. Yeah. And Bond fucks three of them. <laughs> it's he just you know he yeah. just told he just told, and then and then when he finally escapes he gets caught he's in prison he finally escapes the ski chalet and he's at the bottom of the mountain and then his the woman he loves saves him and then they go off and then they get married and then she gets murdered at the very end so he marries he marries this woman that he has loved from the beginning of the film and then yeah. she, she dies as they're driving they're literally as they're driving away with the the just married and then the tin cans dangling off the back of his car somebody drives up and shoots her in the fucking head and drives by, drives off super fast um uh, and he's sad but again even they wouldn't go Jeez. I need to watch that. He he insane. hooked up with the it's a, it's it's honestly a terrible movie, but he yeah. it, he he hooked up. He fell in love at the beginning of the movie, and they said we have like a thirty minute chunk of this movie, or we have like an hour long chunk of this movie where he's not with his girlfriend. Yeah, what he's should, with other women. What should we do? I guess we have to have him fuck every single one of these <laughs> captive uh, sleeper cell girls. Yeah, and, and you know it's it's crazy. I mean it's funny, but it's just like. That's a part of it, and that's like a there's like a charm to it. It's an interesting something, mm-hmm. and stoic, no name, faceless spies with no humanity to them, like six agent number six in the Gray Man is completely uninteresting. Yeah, he's just he really is like a dull stoic guy. Um that seems really strange to me as like a character just like he's kind of just a serial killer if you think about it. Like yeah. at, at his core he's just like yeah, just kill people. Well, uh, not according to his yep. backstory of sympathetic, you know, everybody has to have a sympathetic reason for why they do something. Um yeah, I I would say the only the one positive that I I have from this movie is uh uh the girl the young the teenage girl um sure. that does have a kind of a relationship with Ryan Gosling but even that's only based on him saving her life yeah um but she wasn't too annoying. No, definitely not. Usually kids in these movies are annoying. We we just did a review of the Adam Project. Obviously that kid is worst kid. Excruciating throughout the entire film. 
this girl, teenage, whatever she's 17, 14, whatever she is, um, she's not super annoying. She's not in the film a ton, but even when she is, you know, whatever. They make her, she's very, she's wise beyond her years because she's dealing, she's dealt with her heart problems. And so yeah. she's like, she's not a happy-go-lucky kid. She's, you know, she has a little bit of a, she's seen some things, man. But nevertheless, she's not as irritating as the average, like, teenage child in one of these movies could have been. So I guess that's a positive. Yeah. Uh, they probably spent the perfect amount of time building her little arc with him and why he actually cares about her. Because he shouldn't really care about her, depending on maybe just his character in general. But uh, they give them some time so he wants to save her while he's also not being killed. They have to show him as a good guy at all times. Yeah. Because we can't have a morally conflicted or morally complicated character. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. And that makes for boring shallow films absolutely which is the specialty of netflix and the russo brothers and you know yeah all right <laughs> well I, I'll, I'll go first. raving review we i'll love go first this on movie. this one don't watch this they're setting it up perfectly for a sequel they're they're obviously going oh, wow. to try to try to do a sequel um there's no reason to. I don't. There's none of these characters that I'm like. I want to see more of this. I want to see where this guy goes. I want to see the next thing. Yeah. I want to see the next situation that Six gets himself in and out of because of how much charisma he had in this one. It's none. He doesn't have any. He's a. Uh, yeah. It 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 He's blows a my mind with a gun. Yeah, it blows my mind how uninteresting all these characters are. All right, Jimmy, what are you thinking? Do you want to recommend this to people? Um, no, unless you really have nothing better to watch and you only want to see explosions and Ryan Gosling. Yeah. I don't know who my demographic is. Let me know. Please, if you yeah. if you if you watch this at all, please comment. Please let me know. Like, is this is this the kind of thing? <laughs> If you and again, don't feel bad. If you like this movie, tell me. If you hate me and my pretentious ass for for shitting on these these childish '90s word mindless uh, action movies, tell me. Tell me that you hate me for it. Uh, yeah, I think this movie is for. It's just content, you know? It's just like if people that are okay with just like yeah. content and just putting on a movie on a Tuesday night, this is might be the perfect movie for you. Yeah. You know? It's definitely not yeah. art. It's definitely content. Yeah. It's that's all everything is now. Is content. And it's just like it's it's crazy that we have to it's crazy that oh well, whatever. Uh but yeah. Please give me some emotion. I'd rather I'll if if one person in the comments tells me they hate me in my stupid reviews and that I'm too pretentious, that'll be more emotion in that YouTube comment than there was in this entire fucking film. So please give it to me, folks. Somebody tell me something. Uh, all right. Jimmy D, where can the folks find you? Yeah. Uh, on Instagram is the best place to find all my uh, all the things I do. Uh, it's a Sleepy Cowboy TX. And also go to Spotify. Oh, yeah. Just released a single. I didn't even mention that. Yeah. yeah. You can find Sleepy Cowboy on yeah. Spotify. Spotify. Uh, 
Great new song. I really liked it. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. You could use a little drums or something. But hey, I don't know. <laughs> now we're talking. Okay. It's funny that we just haven't collabed in years. I don't think we've ever done anything well, music with Alec. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's we right. did one thing. You were the bass player for Beat Street for yeah. a time. Yeah, <laughs> we have a we have a uh, we have a way more attractive bass player now. Yeah, I know. I've heard. Um, yeah, shout out to my friend Kinsley, who's, who's <laughs> a, I mean, dynamite bass player. Yeah, very cool, very cool person. Uh, anyway, my name is Nick. Obviously, you can find me at Nick Tazo on Twitter at get trashed pod on twitter let's get trashed on instagram at nictazo drums instagram uh thanks folks i appreciate it keep watching keep leaving comments uh share it with a friend would you uh take a would you take a suggestion from the audience in a comment for absolutely a movie? please that would be interesting we actually i do have a bunch of suggestions obviously as as you're all well aware our review of uh indian super film rrr went mega viral dummy viral and so there's a bunch of review there's a bunch of recommendations in there cool of further indian cinema we should watch and cool. i think you and i should find one yeah that I'm should down. probably be next because i'm feeling a bit of malaise after we've gone through a run i mean yeah. ninja turtles which is uh forthcoming i don't think i think this will come out before the ninja turtles app in the can that was great that was so much fun to talk about but Adam Project, this and Moonfall. Oof. Yeah, we got to do some good movies soon. I know. I'm th- yeah. I'm yeah. sitting here. I'm I'm feeling. The, yeah, like I might. You hate cinema. Yeah, I, you hate the, modern the, movies. This might be the last podcast, fan. If I, <laughs> if I got to keep talking about yeah. this kind of nonsense that I don't like. Yeah, we'll do some good ones. Yeah, we'll, we got to do a good one, or at least something that I don't know anything about or expected. So I think another Indian film from our from sure. all, all the recommendations we got in those comments would be that a really be good, good place to turn, and then. I've been trying to get Crimes of the Future. Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future, I've been trying to get that done forever because I saw that in theaters and yeah. I loved every second of it. So I want to rewatch that. Um, I I want my friend Maldo on it. Shout out Maldo who did my The Northman episode. Go watch that episode. That also only has a few views. Go watch our episode on The Northman because it's one of my favorites and it's a really, really good movie. Um. But I want him to do that one with me, but he doesn't have the time. Uh, but I'd love to get like you and Clarence on that yeah. one. That would be a, a good three one. I'd love to get For Clarence. Crimes of the Future? Yeah, Crimes of the Future. Okay, yeah. I'd love to get I know Cl- you've been wanting to do that, so yeah. we can do that next. Yeah, um, Yeah, I fucking love I, I That movie's really, really interesting, and I don't know. That, that'll be a good one. That will that would reinvigorate my love of the art of podcasting, <laughs> which I had perfect. You know, I've perfected the art of podcasting, and now really skyrocketed. Yeah, now that I now that I'm like a now that I'm a podcast genius, it's almost like where's the challenge? Where is oh, I need some substance? I need something real. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, Sleepy Cowboy at Nick Tazo Drums at Nick Tazo on Twitter. Let's get trashed. Get trashed pod. All that kind of stuff. Follow, like, subscribe. Do me a favor. Share it with somebody. Uh, If you have anything to say, please leave it in a comment. Thanks so much and have a wonderful day. Go see good movies. Let's get trashed.